Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Apartments.com. Okay, so when you're looking for a new home, you know it can be a little bit challenging depending on your needs. Like, say you need a balcony, or you need windows that face the sunset, or you need a hardwood floor kitchen, or you need to live somewhere pet-friendly. For me... It's being pet friendly. I do not want to sacrifice having the lovely life of having pets just because I can't find a home that allows it. Well, Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place with powerful search tools that make it much easier when you're looking for a new home. And Apartments.com has the most pet friendly rental listings on the internet. I live with my pets. I would not ever want to live without my pets. Like I know they might cause a mess or they might do all the things that pets might do that whoever you're renting from might not love. Well, I wouldn't want to sacrifice a life with pets just because I couldn't find a place that allowed it. I find it to be the perfect way to live. So if you're out there looking for the perfect place and you need your pets, apartments.com has you covered. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi, everyone. My name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. This week, we discuss the biggest royal bombshells from the Oprah interview, my reaction to the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, our predictions going into both the US and UK Drag Race finales, and our new feud with the Zelfie Baby. Subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and join our exclusive Psychobabble community at patreon.com slash psychobabble. If you're not on our Discord, you're only getting half the babble. Happy birthday, Corey! You're a day late and a dollar short. And I, yes. Hello! Hello. How was your birthday? It was everything. Was it? It was a real test of... uh, Mm, what's the word? Okay. Well, what I was going to say, it was um, oh, a real test of friendship because I deleted my Facebook months ago. So it was all, who are the real friends? Who are going to remember? Well, I mean, not really. I couldn't care less. You know, uh, something synced on my computer like six years ago, and I still get push notifications for for people's birthdays from my from high school <laughs> i did that for my birthday and every person you ever know like do i need to know you oh wait, back in the day you you updated my calendar mm-hmm. uh-huh. okay. well i still got access honey lucky you you get to see what i'm doing <laughs> nothing oh girl no i turned off that radio button years ago what radio button like when my calendar on the sidebar, it's like, do you want to show Tyler's calendar? And I haven't had that unclicked for at least three to four years. Well, what did you do for your birthday? How old did you turn and how are you feeling? I turned 36. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It feels very weird because it doesn't feel like a birthday. I don't know. I think, did I say this last week? Like, I think because of COVID, I don't know. It like it really didn't even feel like my birthday happened because I, I didn't really like plan anything and and I don't know. It 
was just another day. <laughs> another day in the life. I mean, um, I have a whole bunch of March birthday friends and usually we'll do stuff like kind of like a, a joint birthday situation. And yeah. they're trying to talk about what we're doing for our birthdays. And I'm like, baby, what do you think we're doing? We're not like, I get that it sucks, but we can't do shit. I think you should have a shoes on orgy. <laughs> Again? We I did that for my 34th. You're not 34. So did you have a shoes on orgy? No, I wish. Mm. I wish I would have got that cake. I'm cake, making cake, a, cake. A, an orgy room in my Sims house. And? And it's coming along swimmingly. Does it have a squat toilet? <laughs> no, but in my Animal Crossing house, I have a sex room, a sex dungeon, and it's got a golden toilet and a bidet. Shit, you need a squat toilet. If you just come visit my island, I could give you a squat toilet. Is that true? Is that for real? Yes, yes, Hane. I mean, I am accepting gifts and things. I'm playing Animal Crossing later today, and I'm very excited to keep decorating. She loves, <laughs> she loves a layout. She loves to decorate. Yes, ma'am, Pam. I've been watching a lot of Twitch streamers play Animal Crossing for inspiration. It's been very, really? very delightful. Is that what I need to do? Oh my god, you would love it. You would love it even more than me. It's just like, it's, it's, people have such fun little, um, like little ideas. Like I'll, I'll whenever I pop into somebody's Twitch stream and they're do- doing Animal Crossing, I'm like, show me your absolute favorite thing that you've created on your island that you don't think many people do. And it's oh. so fun to see like people, because people are so proud of their f- fun little moments. Like, you know, you're, oh, hon, you're telling me. I think Animal Crossing is fun. Hey. It is. (laughs) Oh. I know I'm a year behind, but I love it. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Have you ever played Stardew Valley? No. Everyone says that we would love it. So I think I just, well, I just bought it. So I think I'm going to add it to my roster for. uh, I thought that was a Facebook game. I don't know, really. Maybe. Who knows? Just, I guess I'll have to. Just best beans? (laughs) I'll just have to cash in all my birthday uh, monies for video games. Your Facebook game credits? Yeah, I deleted my Facebook. You know what? That was probably the move. Good for you. I was thinking, you know, in uh, Hocus Pocus, when the witches show up and then they uh, brainwash all the parents and they're all at the Halloween party and they're all like under her spell. Mm -hmm. That's what Facebook is? (laughs) Do you think that's what Facebook is to our parents now? Maybe. How do we get them to snap out of it? You honestly, you call you call Spectrum and you say, "Hi, I'm, cut I'm Mr. Cable. Cool, and I'm looking to cancel my." No, I said I tweeted that my dad told me he gave up Facebook for Lent, and the the number of replies that were like, "Do my parents next?" I was like, "Okay, damn, I guess we all feel the same way." Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I my parents are actually not that bad about social media. I don't think my mom's twitter got hacked a couple of years ago and they people still are like tell your mom your her twitter got hacked i don't even think she knows is she one of the ones that's like tweeting those like uh like fedoras on sale or like oh yeah sneakers yes. bogo yes <laughs> yeah but that was before she got hacked mm. 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 Hey, did you watch the uh, Oprah mm. interview with Meghan Markle and Hell no. uh, Prince Harry? Hell no. Really? Let me tell you something. I love Oprah. I do not care about the royals. I do not care 
is I have no ill will toward them. I have no issue with the situation over there, whatever. I don't, I just don't pay attention. It's so outside of my, my like interests. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know a lot of what was going on, but I saw all the world was talking about it and they said like 17 million people tuned in. I watched it. You watched it. Yeah, a whole two hours, and I had to sit through commercials. It was the most commercials I've seen in a year. You know what I did instead? I pulled up this Vulture article that's seven bombshells from the interview. Yeah, there's your cheat sheet. And there I got it. Okay, so number one. Uh, I watched all two hours, and I wouldn't even have guessed there were seven bombshells. Well, here they are. Markle was denied mental health help from the Buckingham Palace when she became suicidal. Well, fuck the Buckingham Palace. Okay, next question. I mean... That, but the funny thing is, I mean, all of this, I guess I kind of always thought, fuck them. Oh, yeah, baby. Babe, yeah. <laughs> uh, Middleton made Markle cry before the wedding. Now, I couldn't tell mm-hmm. you who Middleton is and who Markle is. Kate Middleton is Prince William's wife. And he is the older and Harry's one. older brother. And Harry yeah. is the hot one. M- Harry's my age. Dis- okay, the next one is despite royal protocol, Archie was not offered a prince title or protection. Who's yeah. Archie, the child? He's there. He's Meghan Markle's and Prince Harry's uh, child. Is that the cute one that's always like, um, he was like in the front of a truck, maybe in the front seat of a truck pulling a, a, a horn or something? That's Prince William's son. Oh, this is a different child. They each... Uh, have why why am i like second guessing if his name is prince william that's right right um they he has two kids uh harry has one son and Meghan markle's pregnant with a girl and they're due this summer so they'll each have a boy and a girl how fun okay well the next one is the royal family had concerns about how dark archie's skin might be are you serious i mean you know what let me take a step back and not say are you serious that is actually very predictable uh, because can you imagine how um, uh, deeply rooted racism is in probably yeah, <laughs> royal there was, society? There was a fucking like side by side of all of the like tabloid headlines for uh, Kate Middleton versus Meghan Markle. And it was like legit like the same scenarios, but one was spun positively and one was spun negatively every time. And it was like stupid stuff like Kate Middleton is craving avocados during her pregnancy. And then it was like Meghan Markle's scarfing down avocado toast and she's responsible for deforestation. (laughs) Fat fuck bitch. (laughs) Jesus. Okay, well. (laughs) It was ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous to say, but like that's the like, that's what they are doing over there apparently. Markle never felt protected by Buckingham Palace. So Buckingham Palace is the house. Yeah, and uh, see, I Their was White a little House. confused. I was a little confused because, like, Oprah kept talking about like the firm and the institution, and that's kind of like the the employees of the like palace. But it was weird because I, the based on the way they were talking about it, I interpreted it as some sort of like uh, government agency, some sort of like FBI CIA situation. But it was weird because it seemed like they had more power than like the royal family themselves. And I'm like, well, fuck. Okay. You know? Well, no, I was like, you know what? They? When you say, you know, I mean, honestly, no, I don't know. <laughs> the last one is Prince Charles stopped taking Harry's calls. Prince Charles is, is his father? Yeah, Princess Diana's Well, it'd be husband. like that. Everybody has a few daddy issues. What's the issue here? 
Yeah. You, you're telling me you don't go a few years without talking to your dad from time to time? Literally, my dad just texted me while we're recording this and said that he lost 20 pounds by cutting sugar from his diet and he had to use, and he had to punch two new belt holes in his belt. <laughs> Seven Corey Cool interview bombshells. <laughs> uh, my dad had to punch two extra holes in his belts. Well, I said, get shredded. He was a butcher. He's a he's also a butcher's boy. And now he's he's butching. He's uh He's he's cutting the fat from his own body. There we go. We I had there. I had a dream of working at a butcher shop last night. I didn't like that. I had a dream last night that I was an RA and I didn't have to do bulletin boards. Oh my god! Every time I have a dream about being an RA, it's that I like forgot to change my bulletin boards. <laughs> I hate that. That's Every like trauma. Time. That's our. That's our. Um, our inherited trauma. Uh, literally, every time it's like a new month rolled over and I'm like, fuck, I didn't change my bulletin boards. Did, okay, so for the people that don't know, uh, we were RAs <laughs> in college at Michigan State, which is like, okay, you you babysit a floor of a, a, a residence hall of well, the university. Well, you say babysit a floor. I say cultivate a community. Whatever, dude. And uh, <laughs> the biggest obstacle for, um, well, for me was not hooking up with my residents, which I did not <laughs> succeed at. And then Corey's biggest obstacle was not burning down his hall, which he did not succeed at. Hun, I put that fire out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I also hooked up with one of your residents, didn't I? Yes, I did. <laughs> so what did so what we've learned is all you did was suck dick in college. Thank uh, you. And it prepared me for the life that I live today. What are you up to? Burning down buildings? I wish. I wish. Uh, no, I, I think, I think, did you ever have a favorite bulletin board you made? <laughs> I once made a bulletin board that was themed around body positivity and it incorporated the America's Next Top Model finale and everyone was supposed to vote for which person they thought was going to win America's Next Top Model. It was mostly for me. Okay, I'm trying to understand <laughs> the connection of your theme to... Listen, <laughs> it was a reach. I'm not going to say it wasn't a reach, mm. but I didn't get fired. Mm. Okay, mm. well, mm. I uh, yeah, I don't remember a single bulletin board I made. Oh, that's the only one. Uh, I could probably pull out a few. All I remember is I was really good at tearing off the paper off of the big like spools of paper because it's just like butcher block paper. And as we all know, I'm a butcher's boy. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. Good times, great oldies. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Lumify. Don't you just love when someone looks at you and says, what were you up to last night? Well, no matter how late you were up the night before, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops can help your eyes look more refreshed and awake. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute to help your eyes look brighter and whiter for up to eight hours. No wonder it has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. You won't believe your eyes. You know you can trust them though because they're made by the eye care experts at Bausch and Lomb and they're backed by six clinical studies. 
Eye doctors trust them too. They're the number one recommended redness reliever eye drop. The one and only Lumify is an amazing drop that will have people saying something's different about you in the best way possible. So check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. That's LumifyEyes.com. Thank you so much, Lumify, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Mountain Dew. We all get bogged down with the mundane tasks of life, especially this time of year. But isn't it time you take a break from your normal, boring routine? Don't just sit on the sidelines and watch life go by. Get in the game! With the bold tropical lime flavor of Mountain Dew Baja Blast, you can be having a blast anywhere. Having a blast at work, having a blast in traffic, having a blast while you file your taxes. No, really, we mean it. When we say anywhere, with Baja Blast now in stores everywhere, you can be having a blast whenever and wherever you are all year long. So what are you waiting for? Pick up an ice-cold Baja Blast today at a store near you. And for a limited time, with every purchase of Baja Blast in stores and at participating Taco Bell locations, you can collect coins for a chance to get Baja gear or a Taco Bell deal. This swag is available for a limited time only, so don't wait. Grab a Baja Blast and start having a blast right away. No purchase necessary, open to U.S. residents, 18 and up, subject to official rules at BajaBlast.com. Ends June 15th, 2024, void where prohibited. Thank you so much, Mountain Dew, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Uh, so, Corey, what did you do this weekend? Um, a little bit of this. No, a, a real answer. That. A real answer. Tell me the truth. Um, I ran. Yes, your 140th day in a row. Huh? No, we're at we're over two hundred. We're, s- wow. we're over two fifty. We're over two fifty. I we gotta be right. Yeah, I think I'm over two fifty. Well, damn, I'm almost down to the final hundred. Countdown begins. Of what? Oh, for a full year. Yeah. You know, I was thinking what about what have taking you up done two hundred fifty days in a row other than jerk it? And honestly, not jerk it. <laughs> That's not well. Maybe maybe in the in my early teens. <laughs> But not, not today. Not today. Um, uh, I do take my vitamins every day. I would probably oh, say well. that I'm confident that I do that every day. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe sleep. Sleep, yes. Yeah, I guess. Not shower for sure. This year I have not showered a lot. Um, hey, you know what I did watch this weekend? What? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, Hmm. The movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. How was it? I loved it. I hadn't seen yeah. anything about Buffy. I hadn't seen anything about um, the TV show. I didn't know that's... it was a movie before the TV show. So we watched it and I thought it was a fun flick. That's the, um, that's one of those shows. Okay. We were talking about this. I don't, did we talk about it last week? Cause did you, you told me you were going to start watching WandaVision or you did, or you I wanted to. I was going to start it because I was like, okay, we have a couple days until the finale. And I'm like, okay, I have enough time to watch it. If I just watch this instead of watching a whole bunch of Game of Thrones, I watched the first two episodes and I just, I just didn't really care. I mean, it was fine and pleasant and interesting ish, but, and I knew it was probably going to pick up by the way people talk about it on the internet, but I just, 
I don't care. And then somebody was like, somebody on the Discord was like, oh, well, it's best if you also watch this Marvel movie and then that also you will know the context for this and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, oh, baby, I do not want homework. I do not want assignment. I do not want... Yeah. No. No, this is... I I would think... I must have been talking about it with my roommate, Steven. I was saying there's some like movie franchises and some like storylines that no matter what I do... I'm always going to feel like I don't know all the information and I don't like that. So it's hard for me to get into like the Marvel universe or like the Harry Potter movies or the Star Wars movies. It feels like, and it's funny because I've seen literally (laughs) all of those of all of those things, but it's like, I never feel like I really paid attention or committed because it always felt like even if I pay attention to this whole movie, I'm not going to get the whole picture because I didn't read the books and I don't care that much to like read the comics and to like dive in that deep. And so like, I don't know, some of those universes, that's just, that's just how I feel. I'm like, no matter what I do, I'm never going to know everything and I'm always going to feel a little behind. So it's like, why even try? I get that. I get that. I understand. I, um, that's part of why I feel like it's just too much for me to get into, um, any of that Marvel shit, even though it's so up my alley, like that yeah. fantastical queer, uh, I don't know, like um, all of that I like, but just there's it's just too much homework. Yeah, our neighbors uh, who we hang out with um, came over and <laughs> made my roommate watch the first Marvel, and now he's like wet for it. The first um, Marvel. And- like uh maybe it was the first avengers but now he's gonna go back and like watch them in the like or the fan demanded order of all these movies but you and know then... what the, it, you you say that but Hun- like uh there are some things you do appreciate and know all of the knowledge about and you oh, like yeah. like survivor or something you know all oh, the seasons yeah. and how they connect and all their storylines even overarching across different seasons and so like if you wanted to get into it, you could, because Survivor is way more content than Marvel shit, but you somehow know all of it about that. Well, yeah, but it's because there were like, like comics that existed beforehand. And like so the challenge, and you know all of the real world oh, and the road yes. rules and the this and the that and the Amazing Race and oh, the Survivor honey, and Big Brother and et cetera. The challenge is my favorite soap opera. Well, there you have it. Um. But all I was going to say is, yeah, so that they came over to like watch the movie with my roommate and they were like, watch with us. And I was like, this will be the perfect time for me to nap on the couch while the three of them watch it. I get that. That's very, very much me. I watched, um, uh, uh, what did we watch the other night? (laughs) Oh, sugar fudge. (laughs) Buffy. Well, yeah, we watched Buffy, but, oh, I can't remember. Oh, it's going to kill me. Did you get a, did you get a a receipt recently? (laughs) No, no movie rental receipts on your behalf oh, this weekend. What did we watch? No, no Venmos hmm. with your name in parentheses. I can't remember. I mean, I did love Buffy though. I thought it was fun, and Paul Rubens is in it, which I found to be a fun little. Um, Do I know Paul Rubens? Yes, baby, it's Pee Wee, baby. Who? Pee Wee. Pee Wee. Who? Playhouse. Herman? Yes. Oh shit! Yeah. What's he do? Does he play himself or does he play? <laughs> He's like the villain. What? It's camp, honey. You need to watch it. The I wrote I wrote one note about what happens in the movie. So she's like a gymnastics person. Okay, so here's the plot. Did you ever watch Buffy at all? No, but I picture it like very bring it on, but with wooden stakes. Absolutely. You nailed it. 
So she's she's like a popular girl. And actually, I would say she's pretty unlikable because she's mean to a lot of people at her school. She's like a popular girl, like a uh, she's on the cheer team a or bitch. something. She's a bitch. And she's like the Carrie Bradshaw of high school. Um, More likable. Carrie Bradshaw. Oh, so you agree. Carrie sucks. Absolutely. So she, so she's like going around. She's a gymnastics <laughs> queen. And is Willow the Samantha? Who is Willow? <sighs> I don't think she's in the movie. Willow is the one that puts a pussy, uh, puts a flute in her pussy in American Pie. Oh, puts a pussy. No, 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 yeah. no. She's only in the TV show. Hillary Swank she's not, is in it though. How is she not in the movie? That doesn't even make any sense. Hillary Swank is there. Academy Award winning Hillary Swank. You know, that's what people be telling me, but I don't I don't think I've ever seen Hillary Swank in anything else. I know she exists. Yeah. You didn't see Million Dollar Baby? No. Did you see Thousand Dollar Baby? No. It was the prequel. <laughs> no, I didn't catch that one. No, ma'am. No. I don't believe that Willow's not in the Buffy movie. Maybe she is. I was high. <laughs> okay. Do you the even only... know who? It's uh, what's her name? Allison something. She's from How I Met Your Mother. Christy I didn't Swanson. watch it. Qu- Christy Swanson. Christy my dear. Swanson. Yeah, Christy Swanson. And Luke Perry as the fumbling doctor. <laughs> he usually do play that. Um, the only note I have written down was love this movie. She did gymnastics to break a vampire's neck with her pussy, which. That's very Xena Princess Warrior. She like jumps, leaps, does a twist, turn, lands on somebody's neck, and thrusts her pussy that's and breaks literally, his neck. That's literally every episode of Xena Princess Warrior. I love it. And then it. she's like, and then she like makes a call while she's like running across people's shoulders and heads. See, you watched um Xena. I was yeah. I was more Dr. Quinn. Oh, medicine woman. Yeah, I found it fascinating that that woman... I know nothing about Dr. Quinn, medicine woman. Oh, she's... uh, That would be my snatch game. Really? No, no, it would not. (laughs) No. (laughs) Who who would be your snatch game? I don't know. Um, Honestly, Barrett Paul would be a good snatch game. I saw that tweet the other day and I I laughed, but that would be too complimentary. <laughs> I don't know. Um, speaking of Snatch Game, can we talk a little bit about Snatch Game? Yeah, we could talk about Drag Race. We could talk about whatever you want. Let's talk, talk about. Drag Race because I have some stuff. I'm I all caught you, up on UK and US. You, you tagged me in the Discord and said you got shit to talk about, and I said, "Hun, I, hun, I watch every week." Okay, so let's talk um, US first. No spoilers, I guess, or maybe there will be spoilers, and if <laughs> if you don't want them, then that's on you at this point. Um, the Snatch Game. I was pretty okay with it. Pretty pleased-ish. Gottmik was wonderful, of course. Simone should have been in the top. Loved. Though, I saw a tweet that was like a speculatory of why she wasn't in the top. And I really agree with it. Somebody said um, Simone was safe so that they didn't have to handle messaging of bringing her back and discussing the looks and the commentary and the everything. It's just easier for everyone involved to just put her as safe and then like, then to have her come back. And cause I, I don't know if I wonder if in the process of filming, they were, they didn't know if it would play well or if it would edit well, or if shoot, if it was going to be good. And so like the judges reactions to it in during the time and during critiques, they, maybe it didn't sync with how it edited. And if that was just the safe version, 
imagine all the funny that they took out of, of yeah. Simone's. Because I think it, sh- it was definitely in the top, for sure. Who was the top? Yeah. Uh, Denali, Got Mick, and Rosé. You know what? I would also say they were they were top. I could I could replace uh, Rosé with Simone, but I'm fine with those three as the top for the week. Um, but yeah, the the when Snatch Game is bad, Snatch Game is so bad. Like if somebody was, is bad at Snatch Game, it's it is not easy to watch. No, and here's the thing: I was very stoned. Uh, so I part of me needs to thinks I need to rewatch it because the ones that were bad weren't I didn't think were like terrible to the point where some of the previous people who have been bad have been awful. I just think they were very like flat in one note, but it wasn't like I don't know it, it didn't read like awkward or or terrible or annoying like some of the bad like snatch game performances in the past. Yeah. I just thought it was like, meh, okay, you didn't go anywhere. You picked an obscure character. Uh, it, it didn't work the way you wanted it to. Yeah, but an obscure character can still be good. Like, Rosé understands how to pick an obscure character and run with it. Like, create a plot and create, like, uh, I don't know, some type of, like, uh, a development of character that goes somewhere. Olivia's was bad. Because it didn't go I agree. But, but that And I love that Olivia. It, you know I've been an Olivia stan the whole season. But you can pick an obscure character. Like imagine, um, what's her face, doing the robot. Yeah, sometimes I think like if you pick somebody with an accent and you can do a funny accent that Rude's going to laugh at, then nothing else really matters. And like I thought Rose's whole performance was just an accent yes. that was very funny. Um, but it's like when you pick somebody obscure like that, you get the opportunity to make it your own. Yes. Um, can we talk about... She El- certainly did her homework and like had like references and stuff, but it was the majority of her funny was the accent. Elliot's flamingo look. <laughs> um, I wa- I I, honestly, I want it. I want it. I want to... I, I would have rather the nude part just been arm and leg. Yes, absolutely. Um... <laughs> I didn't love that. It was terrible. It was it was horrible. It was bad. Um, Utica's afro? <laughs> the squirrel afro? I mean, I kind of liked it. She should have just said, she should have just taken it the route of like, this is how I wanted to do it. She should not have yeah. been like, uh, I was trying to not get canceled because that was like <laughs> a, it just, it was a awkward down, downward spiral. And yeah. Yeah. Um, if she had just but been I like, this her. is this is like how I do drag, then I would have been like, you know what? Good for you. Do your thing. Yeah. This is like me putting my stamp on something. I mean, I loved her picnic basket look. I was obsessed with it. And I was very impressed with her lip sync. I was nervous for her. And I think she got the perfect kind of quirky song that she could really lean into. She is, she always knows how to make a silhouette out of, out of an outfit. She always understands fashion. She always pushes it just the right amount. But when it comes to acting or, um, or, (laughs) or humor, which is strange because I find her to be, I think people, maybe I'm doing this right now. People will equate their, a kooky queen to a comedy queen, but kooky does not make comedy. Kooky, no. kooky can become comedy, but kooky for Utica often is just kind of like, uh, 
like a random it's like, like a random MySpace queen. You, you know what I mean? Like that. Like just yeah. like being random as a sense of humor, and it's just like doesn't really translate. I don't know. Uh, with all of that said, I don't really care as much about U.S. right now, and I'm fully invested in the U.K. Well, do you, as I say, do you? Who are your still like uh, top three for uh, U.S.? Like, who are you still rooting for? Who are you still excited to see? I think for me, it is Simone's to lose. It is Gottmix to win. And Rosé, I would love as a uh, top four, if not top three. And I think Utica would be a, a great finalist. Those are my four, well, I was like, if not three. I'm like, they showed that. <laughs> I hate that I feel like I've watched so much reality TV that I just read into every little thing at this point. But it's like they showed a confessional of Rosé saying, gosh darn it, I'm going to be in top four no matter what. And I'm like, so unless she goes home this week, <laughs> she's going to be in the top four because they've included a confessional of her saying it. I mean, but it's interesting because Rosé is so likable to me and um, it's her cockiness. It's not cocky to me because you can tell she she's not delusional. She did come prepared. Like every single thing is so precise and like her outfits are so finished and her I'm not saying they're like incredible but I'm saying they are yeah. they are presentable and at least always safe like she's always yeah. fully prepared to go all the way whereas some queens arrived and they they were not prepared so like her, yeah. her saying I will make it to the final four I bet she saw everyone else's stuff first day and was like she just made the assessment like oh well I did come prepared so I will be in the final yeah. four I agree like Michelle said something this last week about um, Rosé with the ruffles and like losing her neck and losing her shape sometimes. And that's what I've been preaching the whole time. Like they're always very finished, polished looks, but I agreed with what Michelle, the critiques Michelle gave her on the runway as far as fashion went for the season as a whole. But I did really like her like red rose look that she wore this last week. Yeah, I think she's a, I think she's a wonderful, talented queen. I dig her. Yeah. Um, who, who are you rooting for at this point? Yeah. I've said from day one, Simone is everything. She just like sparks joy in me. I love seeing her. I love the energy she exudes. Olivia kind of has that same like it factor for me as far as like personality goes, where I just like get so excited to see both of them always. Um, and I know I'm really come around on Gottmik. Uh, her fashion is just incredible. She's always so polished on the runway. And then she surprises you when she pulls out a win in the snatch game. I think Gottmik is going to win. Really? I think I, I used to think Simone is going to win, but now I think Gottmik is, it, it, it's looking like it's obviously between those two, but I think, I think it would be a huge moment in drag. And I just race. think it's, uh, I just get nervous because if they're going to do lip sync roulette, which they love to do at the Ooh. end of a season, I'm like, okay, I'm like, Gottmik's probably not going to have to lip sync until the end. And she's already given the storyline at the beginning. I think she said in like the premiere episode that she's not always like a lip sync queen. You know what? So You're it just right. makes me, just makes me, I mean, I'm going to be gagged and I'm excited to see it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think, Got Mick, Simone, uh, Olivia. I love all three of them. Um, I love Utica. I I don't know if she can pull it out and get into the top four, but I do love her a lot as well. Well, we will see. 
Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Um, UK, do you... Is there a one queen you're rooting for? Is there... <sighs> I've been I've been a big taste stan from the beginning. Oh my god, that is bizarre to me. I I I know some of my friends have uh kind of questioned it as well and I'm like I don't know, I just think she always looks her makeup is impeccable. I like her confessionals. I like that I don't know, her it never comes across as like mean to me like if she is reading somebody in this last episode she was very much the voice of reason when everyone was fighting over the order of the comedy challenge. Oh my God. So annoying. It's like, I know I was like, there is an order. Somebody, somebody will go first. (laughs) Like it is not an attack. And if it, if it was girl, just do what you have to do. If you are funny and if you are secure with your place in the competition, then you wouldn't blame everything on somebody putting you in a certain right. order for a, a challenge. Like it, somebody has I, to go before you. Somebody has to go after you. It came across very all-stars to Alaska toward the end being very uh, entitled is yes. how I thought some of the reactions to the the comedy challenge went. I thought it was and really... It turned it, me off a little bit. It turned me off of Lawrence Cheney. Yeah. Um, I've, listen, I've liked Lawrence from the beginning. Um, I think Lawrence Cheney is going to win the whole thing. I do too. And I've thought that from day one and my big complaint will be, okay, well there's two seasons of UK where the winner was obvious from the very first episode. And that's annoying to me. Yes. The first season was hands down that way. And I thought it the second we saw Lawrence Cheney in the first episode, I'm like, they're giving her the winners edit from the jump. Interesting. Well, I think us, I mean, I think UK has actually kept me a little bit more on my feet than a typical drag race season as far as like predictability of who is going home when absolutely like Astina going home so early. Uh, I was, I mean, spoilers, sorry, everyone, or I did not think that was right. (laughs) I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of twists that have uh, happened that are, that feel like UK is more authentic in, in, in how it's like unfolding. But I was, uh, I was very happy with the like top five. I thought, they were all very well deserved. I did come around on 
liking Ahura more than I thought I was going same, to. Same. Same with Bimini. Bimini has just continued to impress me. Anyone who can be that funny and that witty and that like confident in it, she just keeps impressing me more and more. I agree. I mean, I love Bimini. I, I don't necessarily know if she has the exciting momentum right now. Um, like, it's kind of like a, yeah, she's good. And yeah, I've loved every week. And yeah, she'll make it to the end. And if she wins, I would be happy. But like, is there anything exciting about that story arc? I don't know. And like, it is a I, reality show. I think there is because I think she would fill a slot that kind of hasn't been won uh, hasn't been represented by a winner. Um, See, I, I, I think, think that about I think that about Lawrence Cheney. Really? Like, there's very rarely does a queen like Lawrence Cheney in the U.S. win. Absolutely. I've been I've from like the halfway point. I've thought the the final three would be Lawrence, Tace, and Bimini, and I'm still kind of hoping that's who the final three are. Well, we shall see. But I'm enjoying UK a lot too. And I don't know, it's it's been interesting to have them airing simultaneously. It's um, it's kind of challenging for me. I can't keep I, I can't separate in my head. Cause I watch them back to back and I'm trying like then like days later, I'm trying to remember what challenge and who was where and what season is on which episode right now and how many people are left in each season. Oh, and- see, hun, I've been uh, <laughs> good at juggling reality TV in my brain since two- 2000. Oh no, ma'am. I can't do that shit. So, so, but anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have um, the show as we say always, like, I'm glad that, Drag Race gives so many queer artists like a platform to kind of represent and show all the like facets that you can be as a drag queen or as an artist or as a queer person in general. Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm thankful for it. I'm still enjoying being able to like watch it on the weekends. Uh, my roommate and the neighbors come over and we watch, we wait and watch both on Fridays. And it's been our cute little like Friday routine um, that's just still helping us get through the pandemic. Same, baby. Well, um, I'm excited for more. I'm excited for uh, hopefully finishing season five of Game of Thrones this weekend, this week. <laughs> and um, that's all that's going on in my life. What do you have going on in your life this week, Core? Anything fun? Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to run. Nice. Cool. <laughs> um, they uh, they uh, got me a pie for my birthday, so I got to finish that pie this week. Big Big week. And, uh, yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> hey, did you see Zoe and Elfie are pregnant? I did. I commented on her Instagram. I was so excited. I, I was live They've on They've always Twitch. just been, like, kind, nice, amazing Yeah, people. I mean, they're, so, they're wonderful. I know. I was, like, when I saw that, I was so excited for them. And I'm, like, that's good. That's they will be good parents. They are good people. Oh, absolutely. Like very good parents. I was, I was on Twitch and people were like, what do you think? What's your, do you have a reaction? I'm like, what do you think my reaction is? Can you imagine me having any reaction other than good? And then if it were not a good reaction, imagine me like going off, like upset. What would my reaction be? I don't know. I just found it funny. Um, Tyler and the Zelfie baby do this, do the Disney challenge part six. I do think we should cancel the Zelfie baby while we're ahead. 
Okay. Let's just get that out of the way. Oh, maybe we can we have a a feud with the selfie baby? <laughs> no, it's gonna be so cute. No, that doesn't mean we can't have a feud. There are a lot of cute children who we have well, feuds with. Historically. To be fair, you know, you know, I love to fight with a child. Right. So I think it would only be fitting if we fought the selfie but child. I usually, I usually wait till they're like a tween, though. I've never bullied a baby. Daddy wouldn't bully a baby. No, you wouldn't. I'm like, actually, actually, correct me if I'm wrong. There's seven years of podcast episodes. I'm sure I've bullied. I can name at least two children we've bullied. Maybe three. Oh, then three. (laughs) Who are you going to say? Who's that one that's like homophobic and she runs over gay people? Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, but she's not actually, but like that's what the internet says. (laughs) She's not a baby. She's a tween. Aren't we all... Yes. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown's with her eyeshadows. Hey, did you see did you see they got rid of Lola Bunny's tits? No. They did. Did they? In the new Space Jam, they really unsexied Lola. So what am I Why to, are we giving what am tits I to, do? to a rabbit? I mean, like literally they give boobs to a bunny, but it's not like they give a bulge to like <laughs> bugs. I don't know. If you pause at certain parts, you can really see angles and it's enough for me. <laughs> it really gets you going. I, I'm I'm good to go with that one. Yeah. I just want to know, is Marvin the Martian going to be in the Space Jam remake? Certainly. Certainly. It better be. Are you going to watch it? Hey, are you going to watch Paddington 3? Absolutely. You know it. Do you think I... Do you think I can rent Paddington 1 and Paddington 2 on your account? I still haven't seen them. You can, you may, and I it, please let us know what you think. I'm I we watched Paddington 1 the other day and I hyped it up and it was not as well received as I wanted it to be. I was like <laughs> you're not enjoying it how how well, I think you need to be enjoying this. Listen, this happens to me every time I recommend the Family Stone to somebody. You live and you learn. Mm-hmm. Except for your mom. She loves it. It's our movie now. She texts me every Christmas watching our movie. Okay. She well, tweets me from her hacked Twitter. <laughs> okay. Uh, Corey. Anything I, else you want to no, say, bitch, boy? I think we're done, honey. Anything you, where can people find you? Do you have anything to text back to my dad about the two extra belt loopholes that he created in his belt? Tell him I've got thoughts about it and he can find them on our Discord. Cute, 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 cute. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, that's where you can find me eating pie. And um Hey, post a picture of 36. your post a picture of your pie on the on the cooking channel, please. Oh yes, bitch. Marie Callender. Hmm? She made the pie. <laughs> Marie Callender? She's got a you new don't co- know? she's got a collab with um container store. Oh shit. Yeah. Very organizational. Great. Where can people find you, you little pig? At the Container Store. Oh, you do fucking love the Container Store. You know it, honey. I will just oh, browse and God. browse and browse and think of all the things I could put in different containers. You know, I love one to organize. At the Grove? Is that one at the Grove still there? Oh, yes. It's got a whole remodel. Fuck. Whole remodel? Now we're talking. <laughs> I barely even know her. Okay. Um, well, have a good life. I'll see you on the Discord. And uh, see you next week. Love you, bye. Love you later.